Hello and welcome to Audio Bliss, the Click Bliss podcast, where we're apparently pivoting to becoming an Evangelion podcast. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, no, we're, we're an educational company. We're an educational? Is promoting, this for tax reasons again? Promoting Evangelion and video games. Oh, okay. Did uh, Hideki Anno's company come to you and ask you to evangelize Evangelion? Studio Kara, I mean, no. The educational setting is a perfect place to uh, have discourse with the Ava franchise. So Yeah, you said Ava Evangelion is obviously a very educational anime. It even takes place in high school. Does it? Is there even classroom-based episodes? <laughs> what you're hearing is the voice of David and RJ, and I am your host, Amr. Uh, this is I ostensibly know. a podcast about video games, actually. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. Uh, you know, you got to follow the SEO, and the search engine optimization says that if you talk about Evangelion, apparently it doubles your views. So, yep. uh, for the next 30 seconds, we're just going to say Evangelion for the next uh, I don't think the, I don't think the algorithm is actually listening to our podcast, David. You know, there, there's probably somebody out there who's listening to it just for that, that Ava. That sounds like a terrifying job. I don't want to... Speaking of jobs, I just got home from work, so if I am... Out of it, and that's why, you know, we. <laughs> I think we all just, you know, we we do our jobs and we show up here, and uh, you get the 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 kind of energy you get when you're exhausted and starting to slowly lose your grip. You know, we we, we, we took end of the Ragi's, like. Um, End of the party vibes. We, we took Ken Kudaragi's uh, suggestion to heart that we need multiple jobs. For PlayStation and, 5 this time? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, David, but... Well, technically, this is your job. Yeah, this but, is uh, my job. This this goes on my, uh, my my tax papers every year. This but, goes on your tax papers. In Iceland. But uh, uh, speaking for for myself and uh, maybe Amr, we, we have like three, four jobs, so... You know, I do work wherever I can get it. Uh, to as a as a as a substitute teacher and a researcher for graduate studies. So I mean, okay, Peggy Hill. Hey, you know what? Yo hablo español. <laughs> We're off to a great start. <laughs> I have one parent at my free, at the preschool I work at who asks me if I speak Spanish every single time, purely because I, t- I say adios to the kid <laughs> when I leave. And then really? he asks me in Spanish, he's like, oh, you speak Spanish too? I'm like, no, I'm you've already Spanish. asked me this. I'm like, <laughs> adios, kids. Oh, they speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, I know, I know like 20 words. Hit him with Come the sign next time. See what happens. Sayana. Oh, you speak Japanese? Japanese? Or they'll say Chinese, most likely. <laughs> I'd like to think they know a little bit. Are you familiar with that. Goku? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a Dragon Ball shirt right Br- Bruce, now. <laughs> Bruce Lee's my favorite. I'm it's wearing like one. and I. I wore a Vegeta shirt. shirt, and I remember I I wore this while I was teaching art I, I'm wearing over the my... summer, and somebody's like, who's Badman? <laughs> <laughs> and then they started calling me Badman. 
<laughs> and David's oh wearing God. a Berkeley shirt. I don't even go to UC Berkeley. Where'd you even get this shirt? At UC Berkeley. So, so you, you just, showed up, you just showed up there and just got a shirt? So, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I went to a UC Berkeley versus Sac State game, and I hate our football team, so I, I bought a UC Berkeley sweater too. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> is it the things you do? Sac State. The, the monetary things you do to troll around. Life's a game and I'm playing it. <laughs> Welcome to Click Plus. It's the the real life trolling prank podcast. No, we, no, thank we are, you. We, we are that. the, uh, remember, Practic- we are practical jokers, the podcast. Not, not only we're education, not only we are an educational gamer. company, we are the number one podcast in the world and a fun podcast to listen to. According to Google. So. According to Google. We are, we are the, the, the archetype. Okay, it's been five minutes. Life. Has anybody played any fucking video games? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Who has it? David, are you still playing fucking New World? No. Oh, so New the World. The game that much... pauses and makes you invincible if you go into the browser and drag it around. Well, also the the so uh, I go into the, window uh, mode and drag the window around. The chat window is an HTML encoder, so you can drop some hot HTML and crash people's games that way. No, I I touched it for like twenty <laughs> minutes, and I was like, man, this has lost all of its luster. Um, I, uh, I downloaded a demo for Grapple Dog. Um, that was, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> point midnight too. I thought you were going to, I thought you were our dedicated disaster reporter on this scene. I mean, all the reporting has been done for it already. Polygon, <laughs> Kotaku, YouTube, art, you, you know, essays on that. You're telling uh, us we're late to the story? It's pretty much dead on arrival. So I wouldn't say we're late to anything, so. <laughs> Gra- Grapple Dog, I actually, I played it a bit also. Um, the soundtrack is really good second, for it. it. It's, something's off about it. Not, it's, I don't want to say it screams generic, because it's not generic, but th- there's just something off about the art style that rubs me. It kind of feels like a, like a, like a. You know, Nitro me. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like a rip off a Nitrum game, like, like a bomb chicken or something. But it controls really good for a demo, and it. it I like think I said, it's really funny that both of you have played this demo, and I'm the, the person who's been following this game for years on Twitter. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Every time I see these Steam festivals, I'm like, oh, and now I can finally play all the games that I've been watching forever. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't have a weekend to fucking play these demos. I'm gonna play them when they're done. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of that. Uh, I played a couple levels. I was getting so frustrated with the controls. I was just like, fuck it. It controls really well. It was purely a skill-based uh, misfire on my end, and uh, I put it down for a little bit. Yeah, the but, fun uh, thing about grappling hook games is that a lot of them actually require you to be pretty good at grappling. Um, yeah. To, like, have the movement be fluid and stuff, and you're like, damn, I fucking suck at this. And yep. then if you're not good at it yet, which, you know, you can't instantly be good at a video game unless you're... There's a couple of segments, because... They give you like a, a vertical slice of some of the levels that you can play. And so I think the third level is a lava level. And oh, fun. To, to no surprise, you have to grapple over lava. And so it's an instant Are loss. Are there things jumping out of the lava? No. No, it's purely just if you fall, if you fuck up your jump, um, you, you die. die. Instantly. Uh, but you build momentum as you swing, as you should in a oh, grappling-based game. So you have to get, know the timing for your velocity. And it's just a, it's a pain. Yeah, but pretty, it is it's a very it's a pretty fun this. game. Like so the soundtrack goes really hard in it. But it, you're right. It does have like this kind of slight offness about the art style. 
Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you <laughs> are like indie student. Indie. I, th- I think it's one person. I've never heard the person making it talk about anybody else on the team. Grapple Dog. Grapple Dog is made by Joseph. Gr- uh, yep, Gribben and published by Joseph Gribben. Yep, it is just one dude. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Evangelion, Evangelion. All right, get some hits for this dude. Jesus fucking... No, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's one person. And I, I don't mean any disrespect when I say there's something off about the art style. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that I've kind of seen that art style so many times that, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, not trying to, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I feel you. It's, it's, it's a good game. Or, I mean, it's a good demo. It's a good demo. Um, Who knows it'll be a good game. As I, long as they don't, as long as it's a game where you just do grappling hook platformer shit, and they don't like make you do fucking fetch quests or some shit. This like, makes me wonder then, though, if if it's just one dude, is he doing the music too? Because the music that's a that's lot. A of very good. That's a very good question. Or is it? Am I listening Usually, to like most tracks? of the time they don't do that? Yeah, they have like an external composer, but who knows? Could be. Um. And I played a little bit of Subway Midnight because I want to support. Uh, Is that the? Folks. It's like a weird third-person horror game. Like yeah, so it's a uh, it's kind of like a. I guess like less horror, like puzzle spooky. It's it's very eerie, and uh, I've heard folks call it a psychedelic because there are like for the most part nothing will hurt you in that game except for when it like clearly poses a threat. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's it's a haunted house of sorts to kind of like spook you, but like I haven't gotten to a jump scare. Uh, there's only just been like loud noises and like an eerie, large, uh, homunculus-looking dude. What was the homunculus from? I, th- I think eerie is pretty good way to describe it. I haven't really, the, uh, I haven't played it, but I, from everything I've seen, it's like this like weird, spooky vibes game. Yeah, it's just you learn about a bunch of dead people on a train that never stops. <laughs> <laughs> And it has, um, uh, it's, I mean, it is truly a Unity game. They haven't even, like, they couldn't afford to get the license off the game. So, like, as you boot it up, it says Unity. Yeah, at uh, this point, like, everything's made with Unity. Yeah, everything's made in Unity. Fucking, like, Capcom will put out, like, a collection made in Unity or something, and they won't take out a logo off. I don't know if it's, not Capcom, but I've definitely seen, like, major companies been like, nah, fuck it, I will We'll save the two hundred dollars or whatever it costs. All takes, but uh, it's a pretty fun little little uh, haunted house. Uh, I played it on stream for a couple folks in my Discord server. We had a good time with it for Halloween. Oh, um, your Discord server, not I'm, yeah, my okay. Discord. Server. I mean, Sorry, we I'm have a Discord server. Discord it's server. perfectly fine. You could just invite people to it, but I guess not, David. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, I'll throw out some invites for y'all next time. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll invite you to the to the to the winner circle of of, of uh, Subway Midnight. But uh, okay. I had a good time with it. The art style is pretty cute. Did you uh, finish the whole thing? Creepy cute. No, um, it is a game that you have to do multiple playthroughs through. So you have uh, to okay. you pick up. I'm not going to spoil much, but there are things you need to get in the first playthrough to get like a good ending for the second playthrough. So that is one. So thing you I did the like you did the games. first run. Yeah, I did the first run. I'm not a big like, fan of. I like, assume it's like just like a few hours, right? Yeah, you can be. I got halfway through in like an hour and a half. Okay. So, but also it comes down to how long you want to kind of explore certain areas of the game too, because the music in the 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 very it's very ambiance driven. So, I don't know. It's a very aesthetic, nice little spooky game. The music. I good. can't believe we fucking started talking about trains again. Oh <laughs> shit! 
I was like, yeah, I love subways and shit. I love train shit. That that sounds cool. I'm like, fuck, it's a blue fucking train game. Oh my god. The totally Shinkansen is pretty Let's nice. Let's go, trains. Oh, it's retired. <laughs> no, they're, I think they're going to... I don't know if they're going to make another one. Or an Ultraman. Who knows? Ring. They're shutting down all the Gundam cafes. Anyways, yeah. we're getting off track. Those are the two games I played in the past week and a half that we haven't recorded. I got sick last week, so I had to cancel recording because I probably got sick from student. Who knows? Yeah, they since do that when you're a teacher. Dang, you're, you're telling yeah. me you don't have 20 vaccines like me? I'm vaxxed up as much as I can be. Yeah. I just need to get my booster. I need to get my expansion pack for my superpowers. I just got my Sinovax and Sputnik today. So. Sick. Archie, did you play any games? Did I play any games? Um, I only played three or four uh just because of my other journalism job that I do and uh, just some family events I've heard. Um, So I played Fate Extra. Um, This is an easy pickup game. A fucking PSP game? No, uh, Fate Extella. Oh, Fate Extella. You can't say Fate Extra. That's a different game. Fate Extra, Fate, Fate. Uh, Anyway, it's a... It's a Musou game. Yeah, it's Dynasty Warriors. It's... You put, do you play the first one? I beat the first one. one. I'm playing the second one right now. Okay, so. I'm also playing the second one. It's 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 fun. It's uh, how many hours have I placed into it uh, for the past year? I don't know, but do you like the story know. of the first one? Because everybody says like the first one is kind of like mechanically rough, but the story is like the thing that you enjoy about it. I. I I'm skipping the story part. To <laughs> okay. be honest, I'm actually <laughs> I. Look, I only pay attention to stories and fighting games, not the solo games, unless it's like you know. But it's a fate game, right? I have no attachment to these characters. You gotta, you gotta figure out where it fits in the storyline. I'm only playing because it's a solo game. <laughs> like I have no like here. I'm, well, this isn't gonna be on camera or whatever, but I, I don't know any of these girls over here like this pink haired uh, girl and this uh, blonde haired girl that's Nero and over there that is uh, Sir Francis Drake <laughs> oh I, I'm, I'm sorry but as uh, a big titty lady I, I, the best. I'm sorry that what I, more could you ask for all of it, how many historical figures can you make into big titty girls but it turns out a lot of them yeah, that's true but but like like ignoring the storyline which I'm ignoring <laughs> like mechanical wise yes it is an upgrade over the first one um, it's much more smoother. It's much more fluid. Um, I would recommend it to anyone who doesn't care about it. It's like one of those, it's like Hyrule Warriors and uh, Fire Emblem, uh, whatever, and, and Persona Strikers and Dragon Quest Heroes. It's like you, if you enjoy Maso games, you'll enjoy them and you'll also enjoy this. If you're a Fate fan, then I guess that's, that's the, also that's the bonus points. Yeah. I want to say, I wouldn't say Which I'm a Fate fan. But I, but I have watched several Fate anime. Are you a, are you a Fate enthusiast? Are you a fate <laughs> no, enjoyer? I would not say an enthusiast because then I would think then I'm, I would be enjoying Fate. I'd just keep subjecting myself to it. Because uh, I watched Fate Stay Night, and then I watched Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. I'm like, that was okay. I don't know how much more if I could, of this I can do. And then I started watching the movie series because all of them are fucking different routes of the original game. 
and I wasn't gonna play a 60 hour game, but I guess I would just watch 60 hours of anime that I think is okay. And then I just started watching like whatever the fate extra anime is. I'm it's a bad anime. It sucks. I mean, I feel it. You just want to see what I'm doing. I'm just doing as much work as I can to understand who these characters are without having to actually play any of the games. You see, that's you that's the problem. Just play it and just play it for what it is. Um, I'm not going to play a 40 hour visual novel. Enjoy it for its base humors. Yeah. Um, it's base humor. Another game I've played is Need for Speed Heat, which is like a bottom of the barrel. Um, Fast and the Furious. Fast Furious clone. It's it's like there there's a Fast and the Furious game, like ignoring that, but like the storyline itself, it's just so it's like I just want to race, okay? I don't want to race. You picked the you picked the wrong game, RJ. I know, I always pick the wrong games when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> um like r- racing wise, it's fine. Storyline wise, it's it's just garbage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those out there. Who are who are you know? I don't think there's anybody in 2021 who's really fucking going hard for Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> I totally forgot. That's the most recent one, right? No, the most recent one's Hot Pursuit Remastered, which is pretty good. I don't know if I mentioned uh, that game. Wait, is it a Hot Pursuit Remastered or is it just a new branding for Hot Pursuit? And no, it's, like it's just a remaster of the one that came out on like PS3 and PS4. Okay, so the good one. Yeah, it's it's good. Hey, some some people would say that the original Hot Pursuit is the better game. I don't know any of those people. Oh, well, the Criterion one. They're, right? they're they're probably the same people who don't watch Shaven Going. But anyway, uh, the last game I've been playing is uh, the Idol Master Starlet Season. I haven't spent any DLC money yet. Is that the PS4 um, game? Mm-hmm. PS4. It's the third entry, or it's the third PS4 game they third, have. Uh, rhythm um, game slash. Idle management thing. Idle management. Did that one come out in English, or are you just playing in Japanese? I'm playing in Japanese. I, I I've been okay. mentioning um, that I'm not going to like it because they reverted the rhythm system back to the PS3 days. But um, lo and behold, I'm already 40 hours in. It mm-hmm. you know it goes like that. It's like you know, it's like I don't like even going, but I'll still watch it. <laughs> That's how I feel about fate. <laughs> Fate is giving me real big Ava plies. I'm like, but, why am I uh, watching this? But no, I mean, besides the rhythm game part, um, it's a good game. It's solid, you know. Makes besides fun. the rhythm game part? Yeah, I mean, I, it's fine. It's it's just not a traditional rhythm-based game like the previous two PS4 entries were. The previous two PS4 entries were more so akin to, um, you know, Miku or um, IAVT. Um, where you know there's uh, bars coming in or the notes coming in, and then you just press X, circle, triangle, whatever. Wait, so what? So what does it look like in this game then? Um, what it looks like in this game, it's like depending on how many idols you have, there's like five, um, you know, five circles or, or whatever, and then hmm. you just press the corresponding button uh, depending on, I guess, their gauge, their um, stamina their uh their visuals their vocals and you also have to listen closely to the beat of the music as well so um it's more challenging it's more rewarding but i don't know but it's not like a base it's not like a it's not a traditional it's rhythm not game. mapped it's it's not the mapped. way rhythm games are yeah um if, if you're a fan of the ps3 games then you'll like it um so it's more like it has it's like more of like a band management thing 
yeah, and it, it suits, you know, um, the game perfectly. It's just that, you know, I know I'm you not old. You just want to play the songs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know I'm not old, but I'm not young, in, or, you know, I don't have time for this job I'm not anymore. old, but I'm not young. Yeah. What are you then, RJ? You don't got time to get good at Idolmaster? I mean, I'm already like 40, 45 hours in, so I must be doing like something 45 right. years old. And you, you can fail in this game, and when you fail, you you have like options to start five days before or start a month before, and then you lose that whole progress. So it's it's basically, and I'm sorry for saying this, but it's basically like the Dark Souls of management because all that hard work is just Take lost. Years off my life, RJ. Yeah, basically. Um, anyway, it's fun. Um, um, I'm one of the few games I've legitimately enjoyed in the past few few months. I've also been playing GTA. As I said in the last episode, are I you, are you getting ready for the trilogy, the remastered trilogy? I, I have the PS Vita ports and the unauthorized ports, so I mean, I'll are the PS get Vita it. are the PS Vita ports just like normal ports of the game? They're or are they based on those jacked up Xbox 360 and Android remasters? So the port are hold on, I'm trying to remember. So GTA 3, the port of that is the PC version. Vice Vice City is also the PC version as well. San Andreas is based off Android and iOS. Uh, Why those ones? I I don't know. Maybe it's and I could be wrong, but um, but you know, for for three in Vice City, I was able to download uh, PC saves off the internet and just plug it in there. Uh, For for San Andreas, I had to download an Android save. So. You gonna you gonna hop on the uh, metaverse and play the uh, San Andreas port specifically made for the Oh Oculus God, Quest. I forgot about the fucking VR San Andreas. <laughs> we yeah, we, I wonder we, how that's gonna work out. We we're we're not discussing that. I'm sorry, David. We're we we are a studio car company, not a meta company here. You don't you don't want to get we don't want to give publicity to that uh that person. But anyway, you don't want to get plugged oh, into shit. the metaverse with the Zuck man. I also got a copy of GTA You know, I have I have an Oculus headset, but it's not a fucking whatever Oculus blah 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 too, which apparently uh, if you don't have one of those you can just get fucked because none of those games are gonna come out on there. So I have an Oculus too that I haven't touched since it required a Facebook login to actually get into. And yeah. I'm pretty sure you can like sideload stuff onto it so you don't actually have to do that, but I don't wanna go through the effort. Can't you just make a fake account? That's I don't want to. I don't want to give them any any sort of more you, information on a fake bought, person. They can create you, a facsimile of. You bought a. Shirt. My name is James Rogers, and I live in the Netherlands. Da- David, you I remember, Jorgen. David, David I, I remember you, you telling us and our viewers or our listeners. I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep saying viewers. Our listeners that you've trolled around dating apps, but you don't have time to make a fake account. You don't have time to make a fake Facebook. Facebook. Okay, I'll I'll fuck around with Tinder and Bumble. You need to make an account for Tinder and Bumble. He, what he's saying is the meta for Tinder and Bumble much more uh, engaging than the meta. For I'm not Facebook. into I'm not into social networks. Okay, I'm into I'm into ranked networks. Okay, I play, ranked I play Facebook professionally. Um, I see. <laughs> what the Just fuck like does that mean? <laughs> I mean you want to explain like casual, that little casual networks ranked ranked networks Cas- casual gaming ranked gaming oh my 
anyway, the the last game I got, or the last game I'm starting to play is GTA 4, which I got today, but I can only turn on my PlayStation 3 once a day. What? Because once I turn it off, I have to basically unplug it and then wait for it to cool down for like 24 hours. Hey, wait, I don't what? think that's uh, healthy. I don't think that's good for the life of the system. Are you, are you getting yellow ringed? No, is this what's happening? Do you need no, to put some pennies in the heat sink? No, no, no. Like I've, I've, I've replastered some paste or whatever it's called. I've basically cleaned it out. I think there's just something with the power supply Thermal that's making thing. it overheat or whatever. Oh, that's fun. I'm so, getting vivid memories of that video of where they put a George Foreman grill on a PS on a fat PS3. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember that was, was Ken was Ken Kutaragi holding up a spatula, or was what? it um, or was it the other? Was Ken Kutaragi, or was it Jack or John or whatever? PS3 Foreman. Oh, he's on the case. Okay. All right. Did you play? Honor, what have you played? Yeah. Uh, I. Um... You played more horny games. Uh, no, I played the same one that I played last time. Castle in the Clouds DX. Which uh, I, w- I will once again uh, put the warning up. This is a hentai game. And um, if you go onto the page for Castle of- Castle on the Clouds DX, you will you will see straight up pornography. Uh, very explicit pornography. I have been instead playing in the, the safer work mode that just removes all of it. Which is cool. Um... It doesn't. It can't change those character designs, though. It's the kind of game where you showed up to a haunted mansion and a big titty lady shows up, a big titty monster lady shows up, and you fight her by jumping on top of her tits and hitting her in the face with your whip. What more could you ask for? What more could you ask for from a Castlevania-style game? Well, uh, Mister um, has really outdone himself. Uh, this time, I. <laughs> This fucking PS3. <laughs> George Foreman Grill. Okay. Um, the game is pretty good. Um, it has a really... The one thing I will say is, like, it has a really weird jumping system. Have you played Super Metroid anytime recently? Oh, it's like been a while. Game Boy port? Game Boy... Or Let me go Super boot up Nintendo my one. Nintendo Switch to download the emulation on my Nintendo Switch online experience. Yeah, for, for $60. Um, so the yeah. way that it works in Super... It works similar to Super Metroid, where if you're walking and you jump, you'll have momentum on your jump, which will continue to travel you in like a certain oh. direction that you can kind of influence. Um, but, you know, it'll give you like an arc. And But if you jump while you're static whether you're not moving you'll get basically full air control um it's fine it works for what it is but the part where it's like uh last time i uh compared it to like order of klesia where it's kind of like um not quite the metroidvania or like egovania style where you have like a big giant castle you explore and say you go to like different areas um, and then within those areas, you kind of get a bigger map. So they're like kind of Metroid, they're like tiny Metroidvania dungeons that are all separated by maps and themes. Um, right. I remember we mentioned this last time. You the get thing that I play with an area. Yeah. The thing that I like about it is that I played maybe like three or four hours of this game and you get abilities like super duper fast. Like, within an hour, you're getting, like, 
double jump, wall kick, and dash, depending on how you play and which areas you tackle first. Wait, I have to ask, does it do the Metroid thing where you lose all your powers at the beginning? I'm pretty sure you just You just start. You just start with like your regular. I was gonna say, what happens in the game that you lose your power? <laughs> uh, you get robbed uh, in the uh, safe for work version of your dignity. You was robbed. You get robbed of your your possessions. Uh, no, you don't. You don't actually. You don't lose your powers. It does not do the. You start base abilities, as they call it. You start base. You, then you get a more powerful whip, and you, you get tons of different abilities um it goes pretty fast the combat's pretty fun and like the bosses are really fun um does it have throwables items like castlevania does not have sub weapons okay so far i have only really got yeah so far i've only got um different movement abilities i think though i will say the it's it kind of there's parts of it where it's kind of throws off your expectations like there's a whole underwater section that you get into um where you get the ability to swim to be able to navigate it otherwise you're like just moving really slow underwater and but you don't get the ability to breathe underwater wait what so you're just slowly losing health the whole time and it's like at such a rate where it doesn't really matter unless you get hit a lot, but you get the ability to breathe underwater after you defeat the underwater boss. Wait, hold on. So that you're playing sense. the boss the whole time while you're um, slowly drowning. Not that I expect you to know like any of them, but can you sequence break to maybe like circumvent that? Because that just seems like it makes it just like unnecessary. unnecessary that one you can't. Down. Okay, you can, right. There are points where you have multiple maps you can go to. And okay. the first map that opens up, I like didn't actually do it. The first, like I went to a different one because you can go okay. to like the guild and get different missions and then open up different areas that you can defeat bosses and stuff in. And each one of those is like different abilities. And I didn't actually do that one or, and get the dash first because the boss was like doing so much damage that I basically went to a, like a different area to level up and get more abilities to help me move and stuff before i fought her properly so this sounds like a decent game but i don't understand why like but, there's it's just so degenerate yeah, yeah it's because sure it, i i have I to know. say it is very much a game for degenerates but that sounds like a decent game like even if you it really is just like uh a decent nor like they just made a normal game and then well i guess technically they made a game for degenerates that's pretty fun, and then they made it into a, a normal game. It's like, you know, it's kind of on the level of something that you would see in a fucking recent Inti Creates game. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can or cater, like a, you know, or you like can... um way forward game where it's just why the fuck are you? <laughs> why did you do that? It's like, I'm pretty sure they can cater to whoever they're catering to while catering to. You know the rest of the world i mean uh, i mean i guess that's what the safer work version is supposed to be for but yeah it's it's fucking you know if you want to play castlevania i guess that's the, i guess it I comes mean, recommended with caveats 
according to the according to GameStats.com, it's made roughly sixty-seven thousand dollars. So it's made half the median average price of it. Americans net worth. So good job, y'all. <laughs> good job, you fucking perverts, for funding a Castlevania, funding the next entry in whatever this Castlevania series is gonna be. Um, on the other time, on the other side, still fucking anime bullshit, but uh, less Morgan degenerate. Oh, never mind. I'm playing Super Zangura, huh. uh, which also has like some other really long title. Um, it's did by... you say Sanran Kagura? No, Super Zangura. Oh, I was like, it's <laughs> a. I'll put it in the chat. Super Zangura. Oh. It came out on Switch and Vita. Uh, you playing as a maid? Yeah, it's like one of those games where you like play as a maid for some reason, even though it's like a spooky Halloween Castlevania game. Dude, uh, there's a track in this game that straight up has is just a riff of a Castlevania track. Yeah, it's by Platine Platine Dispositive. Which is like a uh-huh. Japanese Dojin company that made Gundamoniums and Hitogakata Hapa is probably the stuff people will recognize them from because those actually came out on like the Vita, PC, and uh, PS3 a while back. Um, they do tons of games, but those are the ones that, you know, got like English releases. Um, this one is in Japanese. Um, but it's like if Castle in the Clouds is what if they made an Order of Ecclesia follow-up? This game is kind of like, what if they made the Castlevania for the MSX follow-up? Have you ever seen Castlevania for the MSX? No, I didn't really have a version for it. So it's like the the really the Japanese version. PC version of the NES game, but the, the structure of it is completely fucking different. Instead of just being like a linear screen-to-screen action game, it's like that's similar sort of controls and setup for like movement and things like that except that you go around like a non-linear map finding hidden keys and opening up new areas um and that's what this is so it's like halloween halloween made themed castlevania where you like there's less of a focus on the combat and more of like how you traverse the space and explore it and like find keys and stuff like that um that is a really basic movement but it feels pretty good where you have you have a lot of air control and then you can use like a big ball and chain whip to hit things and you have like a dash that like suspends you in the air for a while um and then the it's kind it's one of those games where like the level design is kind of leading you the whole way so one of the early things that happens is like uh there's a key that's floating on an invisible platform. And once you jump near it, you can see that there's an invisible platform there, but you can't jump high enough to get it because it's not like you have a double jump or anything. So it's like, how the fuck do I get on there? And it turns out what you have to do is um, you can do like a longer, more powerful um, whip attack by holding it above you and like swinging it around. But it turns out if you jump while you're like holding it and swinging it around, you'll you basically do like a helicopter float down. <laughs> To slow your, the slow the gravity of your fall, and then tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, or Rayman. It's more like the Rayman hair helicopter. No one remembers Rayman. 
No one remembers Rayman? I, I played Rayman. Uh, he Rayman, he Rayman. Was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. For, for the Vita. Was it a very elaborate host video. <laughs> Wasn't he an assist trophy? No. No, oh, no, wait. That was, a, that was a fake assist trophy. That was a fake. That was a huge fake. <laughs> I can't remember what's real. Sora's in the game now. Sora's in the game. But not Donald the Goofy one? or any of the But not Donald's Goofy. Is Sora the last one? Sora's the last one officially, yeah. yeah. Oh, so so no uh no Halo or Shrek or No whatever. Halo or Shrek. Um yeah, that game's Super Zangura is pretty good. I'm glad to play another game by that company. Uh it's it's been really fun to just like do tiny Castlevania. It's similar to uh Castle in the Clouds. It's like basically tiny little dungeons. Um, this one does horny. and no no horny uh it is it is very silly um once you defeat the first level you get to a boss and you know those fucking marble statues of like cherubs or whatever and they're like in a water fountain and they're just pissing water is that one of the bosses that's like the first boss except it's pissing laser beams at you that's great holy shit hold on <laughs> i gotta find video of this that's like the the boss for the first level so like you really don't do a lot of combat it's mostly just like exploration and kind of like puzzling out the movements um and then there's like an optional thing where you can like try to do it really fast because there's every time you hit a checkpoint it starts a timer until you hit the next checkpoint and you get some kind of bonus that i quite haven't quite figured out because there's no fucking english instructions um if you like chain the checkpoints really fast and then you kind of get to do the fun combat stuff at the end where there'll be like a boss like that or like one where you're on a moving platform that's like being pulled up like uh, an elevator, except you can hit one side to pull it up higher so that you can tilt the platform and then jump and hit the you failed in the, the head or whatever. You failed to mention that this this pissing baby fountain that shoots laser beams. Oh, it's like super realistically rendered? Yes, and also flies, <laughs> uh, well, hovers, and it also throws its head at you. I forgot about the throwing head part. <laughs> and for some reason, there's like a, a small blood spurt that happens when the blood. It's like a little, oh no no no! I think it's a flame. That's like the video is so low res. I'm watching this recorded through a cell phone, probably. Uh, probably but, because uh, it's a no. beta version. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you also have to hit the baby in the nuts. What? Its weak point is where it's pissing laser beams at you. I mean, pumping the nuts, bro. Never heard Stop the song? Stomp him in the After that, I guess I played some games from uh, our good friends at Experience. What I remember how I was talking about Undernauts. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, how'd you, did you did we get a code for that? Or how'd you get in? Because I can't buy it on Steam. It's on Switch. Oh, it's on Switch. Okay, it's on Switch. It's, I think it's on Switch and PS4 right now. It might be on Xbox oh, yeah. One. Weirdly, this is like one of the Japanese companies that like put out a lot of games on the Xbox. Like, like a lot a... of the games originally came out on the Xbox. Um, it's a it's a fucking wizardry style dungeon crawler. You know, it's grid based. Yeah. You make you make a party of characters. Um, this one when you make the characters, they give you like pre filled in backstories and stuff, but you can literally go line by line and fill out their entire backstory if you like um my main character is like chief something or other and she's like fucking 
uh, an office lady with a katana. Um, I think she might. I think she's like wearing like fucking. What do you call those suits? Uh, Explain. Describe it visually. Dang. It's like a very office lady, like long. It's like slacks, but like higher waisted. What the fuck are those calls? Pants? Suit pants? Yeah, it's like suit pants or something. She's like, yeah. I'm I'm totally I'm totally blanking. I gotta find a picture of it. But she's like an office lady with a katana smoking a fucking pipe, and you can choose like different you can use like a normal cigarette or like a fucking long <laughs> you choose your tobacco intake. Ancient Japanese pipe. <laughs> um and her like pre-filled in backstory is that she got fired from another company, so she became a fucking undernaught exploring the dungeon and stuff, so she could raise enough money to sue those motherfuckers. So is there basically minor, like visual customization? Um, yeah, there's minor visual customization. Uh, you can, so basically what, what it, what happens is like in seventies, Japan, a thing called, uh, a labyrinth opens up in the middle of, uh, one of the Tokyo, the wards of Tokyo. And basically all the corporations decide, Hey, why don't we monetize the rot? (laughs) And they all start, um, getting, uh, all kinds of people to join um, to become undernauts were basically people who like explore the dungeon for money. And then it just becomes like a big giant corporation thing where they're all uh, mining this place for energy. You know, like a, a big, a big giant fantasy J- Japanese dungeon shows up and all the corporations are like, we got to get in on this shit. And it just becomes like a, it just becomes a job that you do, like going to the office, except that you're fucking murdering. Walking in to go dungeoneering today. You're murdering like hamster birds or whatever. Excuse me. Because I... all the enemies are like combinations of like different animals and, and fantasy creatures together. I, w- I would play a VN of this. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, the big thing that kind of. Well, the big thing that separates it from is one, like the all the character designs are like ancient and modern stuff combined. So, like, uh, what my crew is like the office lady with a sword, a like girl delink high school delinquent with a big axe, um, an idol who's a ninja. I saw that. I saw that in the trailer. A doctor who becomes a cleric, so she's got like a big fucking pope hat and a staff, and then like um, a boy detective wearing using a crossbow. Boy detective. Um, is the combat like standard turn based, or is it a? Uh... It's like standard turn based. Um, you have front and back row. Okay. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like characters from the back have to have a ranged weapon where they can't attack. Um, and that's usually where you're going to put your like healers and stuff because it's harder for them to get hit. So you got three in the front, three in the back. You It's turn-based. You got different skills that you can level up that'll give your characters different passive and active abilities and like different buffs and stuff. And then you got like a... Your character is like the leader of the group, so they have ability to some fucking system that like 
activates electrical impulses in people's brains and overcharges them. Wait, what? <laughs> so they can have better abilities. And it's basically like you have like a set of recharging abilities that let you like use a skill for free or heal, heal, heal this turn or is it like increase your energy that they're mining in the mine in the dungeon? Like it's like you use the energy that's in the mine to like overcharge your brain so that you can get a buff. So it's drugs. <laughs> yeah, sort of. You're so the corporation uh, is mining the, the corporations would just tell mind. you that they're, you know, unlocking your hidden potential. You're using the other ninety percent of your brain. You're not using it on the on other tasks. Yeah, that's that's right. Is there anything um, story wise to it? Is there cutscenes? Is it just? Is it literally like a wizardry RPG where it's, it's like there it's are? Go. It's kind of mostly like mood setting and then occasionally you'll get like a visual novel style you know like cg where it's like a full rendered illustration okay most of the stuff is going to be described described through text and then like for certain scenes you'll like uh you go at some point you go to the second camp because surprise surprise you get trapped in the dungeon with no way out because the portal stops working after a big disaster so you go to this so you go to the second camp to see if they have any better luck and then you find out uh yeah everybody there got murdered and torn to pieces and there's just a big pile of corpses there mm-hmm. and a girl who can't see oh who keeps talking about mysterious shit related to becoming the sacrifice for uh this dungeon and then of course she starts up your fusion reaction when you get back to the camp so that you can build cool shit Wait, she creates a fusion reaction? Like a, there's like, like a, a, like a, like a there's like a fusion reactor that thing? uses their fucking arg argent energy shit argon argon Ar- energy. Is that what it's called? That you mine in the that you mine in the fucking dungeon. And it lets oh, you like, do stuff like if you go to like certain um areas on the map there'll be a place where you can like build a bridge or a ladder or you can make a door to get through a certain part. And that's kind of like the progression. Like, you go through a certain amount of, you go through an area, you uncover the map slowly, you defeat the enemies in the area, um, you defeat key enemies that'll like make that that specific part of the map or um, more safe for you. And then you, when you get enough of that, you go back to base and build stuff that'll let you open up new areas. And then there'll be like. Um, non-hostile enemies that you can talk to to get hints for the what you need to do next like the first thing i like i just beat the first boss and like what you have to do is like talk to everybody and then you find out that uh this dude has a weird affinity for women's blood so you have to find a bunch of blood-soaked articles in the dungeon and throw them down there to wake him up and turns out the man was a serial killer who turned into a giant monster in the dungeon so it's persona (laughs) Shut the fuck This is giving some Persona vibes. <laughs> I mean, there, there is jazz in the soundtrack, so, you know, clearly it's just like Persona. Oh, man, it's a template. They, they just ripped off for Atlas. Come on. No, it's more like it's more like early Shin Megami Tensei. Okay, all right. What, what's that? Um, uh, the thing that's apparently not as good as Persona 5. Because uh, there's a whole MMO dedicated to it, so it's got to be doing something, right? <laughs> Yeah, the game has been pretty fun so far. You know, it's one of those wizardry style games, but like the slight horror vibes and the mix of modern and old stuff is pretty cool. Um, if you're in a mood to play Dungeon Crawler, you know, if you if, I keep saying wizardry, but if you played something like Etrian Odyssey or like 
mainline Shin Megami Tensei games like um not like three, more like four strange four and strange journey on the DS. Like that kind of thing. Or Persona Q. <laughs> I, I played that one with the hackers. Is that Strange Journey? Soul Hackers. Does it have a grid based movement? I don't, I don't remember which one. In real life for a second, RJ. No, there's like a hackers one that came out. I know, I know, but just the way he. Fra- I played that one with the hackers. <laughs> it just sounds Soul just off kilter enough. I didn't uh, like it. I don't know. I didn't. I never finished it. I'm just bad at games like that. I mean, the the fun thing about this one is that like these games have like a um like a reputation for being very throwbacky and like old school and but this one has like experience has kind of done a lot to streamline the process like uh there's small like quality of life stuff like this one has auto saves, which is weird to me because I'm used to just manually saving. That seems saving. sacrilege in like a yeah, dungeon game. Th- I'm like, that seems fucked up. I'm like, I really want to manually save, and you can't. You can't. It just seems fucked up to me. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Uh, and then there's, you know, this is in a lot of their games too, where you can just open up the map and you can pick a spot on the oh, map, okay. and it'll automatically move you to it. Yeah, that's that's definitely a newer thing. Stuff like that. Um. It's a very fun game to play on the bus. What's the, the price the point? The vibes are really good. Full price. I know, I know, but what is full price? Full price is sixty dollars. Oh my god! Holy shit! Well, the new full price is seventy dollars, so I guess. Yeah, I guess you're getting a discount. Yeah, not wrong, but I didn't. You know, they're pretty niche games, so you know they make their money. That's true. I just didn't expect not like not the production value is there, but I just didn't expect a company like. Well, I mean, I guess look. Square's uh, it is a, yeah. selling Dungeon Encounters for thirty bucks for a game that has no art in it. Well, I mean, well, well they need to fund that soundtrack somehow. <laughs> <laughs> You're they're not selling, wrong. They are. Uh, they're selling the game by the Final Fantasy Battle Designer for Which thirty bucks. Hiroyuki Ito. What did he do? Again? The guy who made like uh, he made the, he made the format. He made fucking ATB and like tons of the battle systems. And I think he did Final Fantasy 12. Yeah, and there's a reason why he never appeared after 12 again. What's wrong with 12? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with 12. I think they just moved him to like janitorial duties. So then they just released them. And, and then they, g- they gave him uh, barely a budget to make a game and yeah. then told nobody about it. First Square Enix move. Uh... After that, I play. I started playing Deathmark by Experience, which is not a dungeon crawler. Weirdly, um, it is a horror visual novel that it does have like a grid based exploration system, but it's not like three D, you know, dungeon grids. It's more like uh, there's like a series of rooms, and as you move between them, you get like illustrated oh. panels of you know what that location go, looks like and to kind of reuse a couple of them and stuff like that. Um, but it's basically like a horror game where you... It's based on like Japanese urban legends. Like that kind of vibe. What is H-City? Eight, what is H-City? Yeah, you're in H-City. Well, it does that thing where they, you know, it gives you 
you know, the first lover of a thing. So there's like a vagueness to what the, the location is. H city sounds like some pervert. <laughs> Going That's down weird. to H town. H city where castle in the clouds deluxe takes place. No, you're like, it's like, uh, you like wake up, you go to a man, a mysterious mansion and you find a mark on your, hand that like signifies that you're gonna die in a couple days and lose your memories along the way and you meet a bunch of people who are in like that same situation and then you know you do stuff like explore a haunted school where there's apparently a child who shows up if you look in a certain mirror in this abandoned school and then you know it's like that's like urban legends and stuff so you 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 meet the ghost you find out what their thing is and then you kind of get their backstory and uh you see yeah, that? and then and then you can use that information to like absolve or destroy these monsters. Is and, like, this the uh, the? It's kind uh, of like Dante an Ace Attorney trial. Oh, it's okay. kind of like an Ace Attorney trial, except there's like a turn-based not combat system. It's like they're coming towards you, and they can attack you, and you have to defend yourself using different objects that you find found like adventure game style. And then wait for the right timing to like use like a combo of objects that like is meaningfully uh, connected to their backstory. You see, this is what I don't understand about you know Japanese urban legends. Maybe I'm just a gaijin, but if that's happening to me, I'm just gonna go get a bento, go get a strong zero, and just like wait to die. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go explore and meet demons. Who who wants to do that? What's up, demons? It's your boy. That's like no, no. Just RJ is just like fuck this. If I'm gonna die in a day, I'm just gonna sit there and forget all my memories and fucking take it. That's why I I, I, I said this a long time ago. But I, I remember there was like this Twitter saying where you you put some random like press this random saying. And then that's where you're going to live for the rest of the life. I, I ended up in a Japanese village and I know what to do. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to live there, mind my own business. If I hear any rumors about some possessed school children or whatever, I'm, I'm just going to leave. No, I'm not going to investigate it. I'm just going to leave that alone. You can go. It's like. I'm just going to mind my business. I'm just gonna, I don't know. If the villagers start doing some weird fucked up customs, I'm just going to let them do it. Yeah. Let them have fun. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm just going to sit down. What, drink my strong zero. Watch some Evangelion. Um, you know, you do you. I'm I'm sorry for that rant, but that just always, <laughs> that that just always gets me. It's like why? Just well, I mean, I think the premise for this game is that you're a detective. The dude looks very detective. Oh, I don't know if he's a detective, but in the first case, you do meet a detective, and that man is fucking shady. If if you're a detective, then go. Inspect the food that you just bought. There's... The dude looks like a gumshoe. He's got I mean, it's this dude with really shaggy hair, a, a trench coat, and like a loose tie. He does look like one. There's one. There's an even more gumshoe guy that you find who's like used to work on the police force as a as a detective. And in the second case, you find out that this man had a gun the whole fucking time. And you're like, you didn't tell me you had a fucking gun. And he's like, why well, should I have? <laughs> he's like, you want the gun? Here, have it. You know, I could get ten years just for giving it to you. If you fire a bullet, you could be in jail for three years. I'm like, this is how I know it's in Japan. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There, there is. I'm looking at the Steam page for Access Games, and there's Deathmark got released last year, in, or 2019 in April. Then another one got released in October the same year. There's 
so it's technically in the Spirit Hunter series. Oh, there's, there's the first one is Spirit Hunter Deathmark, and the second one is Spirit Hunter NG. Yeah, which okay. I don't remember what it stands for, like No Good or something, which has like a different main character. And I think That's next no year, good. I think next year they're doing a third one. Huh, interesting. Um, it's interesting to kind of see novel. this weird like adventure game hybrid of like a visual novel, old Japanese adventure games, and um, horror. I mean, like. If you go back enough, you can, like, if you play, oh, what the fuck is it called? Portopia Serial Murders by fucking Yuji Hori, the guy who made Dragon Quest. Like, me, another game besides Dragon Quest? Yeah, it's like fucking, it's like, imagine playing uh, Ace Attorney, where you're doing that similar thing, talking to people and, like, finding clues and picking up stuff. And then on occasion, you do, like, a first person dungeon crawl segment. <laughs> All right, uh, it's it's you know it's a long history that came out on the fucking PC and like NES or Famicom I guess first Famicom. Um, it's very much in like that vein where you're kind of like doing adventure game logic stuff to like puzzle out what the solution is. Except the stakes are uh, you get horribly mutilated if you mess up. What the fuck? So. How does this game connect to other Axis games such as Pretty Princess Party? Is there any what does Axis have a shared game universe? <laughs> it doesn't, RJ. It oh. doesn't. Oh, really funny? Real quick, uh the back to Undernauts. And fucking Undernauts, you could so you it's like one of those games where you can like pick portraits and whatever. And you like you pick upload? the classes and like make your characters. And you know, it does have pre-filled in names and stories. Um some of the characters you can just pick other characters from like their other games <laughs> that Wait. also have like completely different fucking art styles. What? So you can just have like generic anime girl inside this fucking seventies uh, Japan. Um, and then some of the other ones that you can pick are the characters from spirit hunter, like the, the horror visual novel thing for combat. Is there a sprite work? And does it actually change like the, the, the... no, because it's all, it's all, it's literally all first person. Okay. All right. So you just like pick the portraits and stuff. Okay, so it's the, which PNG? It's like you know, fucking Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like early Fantasy Star. Okay, okay, okay. I guess early Dragon Quest, early, like early yeah. JRPG stuff, like that, where it's like first person and it's like just effects hitting the like slightly animated enemies on the screen. Well, so with Undernauts, I'm looking at a screenshot of you know a, a train station and I see the Grim Reaper. A guy with two katanas, uh, a school girl. Sounds fucking sick. It Sounds does actually. I, I, I kind of. I'll, That's I'll Uncle Death from the Let It Die sequel. <laughs> Let It Die sequel. I'll, uh, I'll paste it in the chat, the Discord chat. But uh. Yeah. What if sh- what if a Shinigami wore a fucking business suit? I mean, that's the vibes. I'm like being a boomer. Were you right from Death Note? Whereas a certain particular that see that's some badass artwork. No, we're like from Death Note is that, like that's, a visual that's, that's clearly a dark, dark cleric or something. Yeah, this is like, yeah, it's like fucking um, schoolgirl wearing fucking metal boots and shit. Why can't we live in this timeline where we just carry open carry swords on public transit, <laughs> and wearing shogun helmets? And... <laughs> we can't live in this timeline until everyone stops trying to solve Japanese mysteries. All right, once once that's gone, we'll live in peace. 
So let the corporations take over it. And... Yeah, let the corporations take over, and then they can, you know, recruit us normal people to fucking solve the Japanese mysteries. If I get to wield blades, too little money. I'm in. Yeah, you'll you'll fucking you'll hey fight uh, you'll fight yokai. The military keeps trying to get bucks me to go an hour. In. If they threw, if they gave me a sword as a sign up bonus, I'm in. Can I use this in combat? Okay, all right, let's go. David gonna fly to Japan and join the JSDF. <laughs> One of the pre-made characters is a JSDF character. Are you serious? It's like a fucking JSDF member who fucking is wearing like a wearing armor and has a big giant lance. That's not nearly as cool. I, I I don't think David can become a JSDF member for <laughs> So okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sign up for the jet program. I'm gonna transplant over there. <laughs> I'm gonna reinstate my my visa and then I'm gonna sign up for that once I once I marry into a Japanese household <laughs> I, I still I'm a legal don't think Japanese citizen to join the JSDF. I, I still don't think I don't think kids. this is it. Even if this was possible, I don't think this is like I mainly a, because, a series know, of actions that I can like. You, you're not like a man. <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, I played more Killing Yellow Effect too. That game's still pretty fucking fun. Um, you get new characters and they let you hit enemies around the field a different way. You see, uh, I I played the first one and then there was like some. The first one is breaks. so fucking bad. No. I re- see. I recommend <laughs> so that. fucking fast. No, 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 because it's bad because there's so game breaking save, and I just quit after that because my save got lost on the Vita, and I was like, I it also just it. sucks. <laughs> it's also it also it's like pretty much it's the same bad. staff, and I don't know how they made a good game because they made Caligula Effect for the Vita, which ran like shit and looked like shit. Then they made the PS4 version, which looked really nice, but was still that same awful story, which made it fucking miserable. And the combat was fun the whole time, but I was just like, they, this uh, fucking story sucks. I never want to play this game again. The, uh, the lady that runs the company for Ouya and who said, sometimes you just got to put that project out there and get the feedback. And you get the feedback and you really make a better product. And you know what? They put that game out two times and then on the third fucking try, they finally made a good game. So maybe she's day. right. Um, and everybody's like, I'm th- I think I'm going to go play the first game. I'm like, if you play the first game, you will not play the second game. Uh, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> the third game. The third game. Which is the second game. But redone. It's also it's like also the same premise in like everything. Like There's vague allusions to the first game, but it gets summed up in a paragraph, and that's really all you need. Yeah. Now they have characters who are likable. Not and like characters like not insufferable i mean there's still like things with like the budget and like the pacing of like certain things where like they're supposed to have like this big catharsis moment and it's just this fucking <laughs> fake idol who doesn't understand what human emotion is standing there and be like yeah go live and she's just like standing there and there's no like dramatic camera angle or anything like that and she's like standing there yelling at somebody who's like having a fucking crisis in front of her Wait, is she like a fake person or is she just a she's man? A fu- she's a vocaloid. Oh, I'm sick. I'm in. All right. That's like I told me. It's like I told me I'm in. There's a, there's an evil vocaloid who is creating a fake world that everybody is lost in because, you know, their ideal selves are in and they stay in there forever. See, I would have been playing another a fake sooner. If just now there's another fake vocaloid world. who is the child of the other fake vocaloid from the first game. Um, and but except she doesn't know what human emotions are and doesn't fucking get it, but she still 
wants to redeem her mother who has been like shit on in the press so, <laughs> so what you're telling me all... is this is middle Gear solid yeah and then all the bosses are all the big bosses are fucking vocaloid producers the last dungeon i did you go to an art exhibit that's inside a planetarium and there's like a cutesy candy colored um space theme art and everybody's like mm, this art is like really special uh, yeah it really says a lot about the human condition i think and then like the the one dude who fucking has flower well, i mean I guess they all have like flowers shooting out of their chests and yeah stuff. they all have a flower he's like things. fucking Loves trains and like wears high heels and battles. The dude that fucking kills the first boss by throwing him in front of a train. By knowing the train schedule so you could throw him in front of the train. Yeah, that motherfucker's like, man, fuck this guy. This guy doesn't know shit about I. This guy's a fake piece of shit. He's just making the most low effort NFT ass shit and then selling it by putting fancy words on it. And he's just fucking mad about art the whole time until you go punch the space uh, pop star in the face. You know, I just found out what NFTs are really are, and then I, I, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed in the world even more. So when are we making ClickBliss NFTs? No. no, shut the fuck up! Don't even joke! <laughs> I will send you to a Japanese village filled with mysteries. <laughs> oh, I can finally join the JSDF! You're not- Fuck! Oh my god! Look, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna deport you right away. If you Salt's come back! Ten- <laughs> They're going to put a sign at customs with your face on it. Come on and slam it. Welcome to Japan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Real talk okay. NFTs are garbage. Just putting that out there. Uh, Caligula Effect 2 is pretty good. Don't play the first game. It's bad. Don't buy NFTs. Don't buy NFTs. Also, not related. Just don't. Don't hit the export to NFT button. That's on fucking Adobe Photoshop or whatever. <laughs> Jesus fucking lord. It's like uh, somebody started a pyramid scheme and then every fucking company in the world is like, yeah, I gotta get in on this pyramid scheme. Well, I mean... Why? You advertise money laundering out in the open like that. Yeah, Steam training cards were just the beginning. Uh, Made all right. dollars all right y'all got anything else i know i i i know i've been railing on japanese mysteries and stuff but i i'm kind of tempted to get the fatal frame thing because it's finally on a console that oh yeah i played fatal frame and then i decided i'd rather play it on the wii u and also the frame rate is really fucking bad for some reason is it really on the wii u or on the switch on the i played the switch version the frame rate was so fucking bad i was like i don't know if i can do this this game doesn't seem worth it it's gonna give you motion sickness I deleted it so I could have 15 gigabytes free on my... Oh my god, it's 15 gigs? 15 gigs. Why is it as big as, like, some modern games now? No, modern games are... (laughs) That's, like, the fucking patch you download for a modern game. You're right. I downloaded Fermentide 2 to play with friends. 100 gigabytes for that game. Why? That is is a tenth of my my hard drive. For, like, a Left 4 Dead game that has, like, six levels. Yep. Don't know. Dunno. Are there any games you're looking forward to? Uh, because I got a lot. That's not the release one now. I don't even know. Elden I mean, Ring got GTA pushed 2? back a bit. 
It's like next year. It's like March next year or something. February. Now. February. February. Yeah. Um, that GTA trilogy is coming out in a couple days. For sixty dollars, I'm gonna. Wait I think it's. So, I think it's so funny that they did fucking modern lighting and then they just did like the smooth puppet version of the low poly models. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's it's so fucking funny. Like all, everybody's all, like, this is the Nintendo hire this man remaster. I'm like, yes. Oh my god. All the good songs are gonna be gone anyway because of licensing issues. Just Yeah, that's the big thing about fucking San Andreas, which just, is just like they got rid of all the good songs, you know. Just so wait, the what's Vita the soundtrack port. for it? Just get the Vita port if you want to play Generic it shit? More No, isn't the Vita isn't the Vita port based on the Android one? Only San Andreas, like I said earlier. Vice City and three are Yeah, but San Andreas has the same problem where they took out songs. Oh, you took out songs for like the iOS version and um, the Xbox 360 version that's based on it. So it's probably not the same problem. I don't know. I'll, I'll still get it when it's cheap. Like, I don't know. I will probably cheap. get it just to play San Andreas on the bus because I fucking want to hear CJ shoot somebody and then pick up their money and go, You don't need this! You're going to play that now? <laughs> it's mine now! You don't want to hear me. Me, my brothers, like, Detroit, me, and my brother, <laughs> me and my brother just fucking quote that, that thing out of context all the time. <laughs> because San Andreas is like the best voice clips. Do you ever do you ever catch yourself doing the the hard ass like how to close a door in GTA animation where you just swing the whole thing? This <laughs> <laughs> the whole body just flips. <laughs> Uh, no, there's there's no games I'm looking forward to besides... All you had to do like... is follow the fucking train, CJ! You know, I was playing I was playing a 5, as in they mentioned that in the... the um... You get an achievement for jumping on top of the train. Uh, that, 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 that really... I don't know why, but that really made me mad. <laughs> because... <laughs> yeah, because Whoa. GTA 5 is like a game, like, specifically, like, engineered to remind you of San Andreas, but not be anywhere near as good. And I don't even think San Andreas is that good of a video game. It just like actually has a sense of place instead of feeling fake as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's lots of nostalgia goggles behind San Andreas. Like the the part where you have to like play the missions and stuff, fuck it sucks. Just like every other GTA game. Controls feel like shit. Like I don't ever remember playing a mission besides are... the the super iconic jump on the train mission. I think I just explored. Uh, I remember the part where you have to get on a motorcycle and follow the caricature of a gay man around the <laughs> street, and he'll he'll just keep doing laps around the street and never escape you if you go too long. Video games, video games. I'm, I'm not excited for that part to come back. <laughs> Handled with all the tact and grace and of twenty years of <laughs> of twenty years ago of Rockstar twenty years ago. <laughs> Uh, Samuel Jackson's in that game. Is it? Are his voice clips still in the game? He's not like making royalties. I, off I would assume so. He's the fucking cop that like robs CJ at the beginning of the game. Hmm. All right. Unless they also replace him. Um. I mean, the only game I'm really looking forward to is uh, Atelier Sophie Two. Um, and I guess Lost Judgment, since I just need to finish it. I mean, I'm st- I'm still looking forward to Blue Reflection too, which is by Gust. <laughs> also by Gust. Gust makes really cozy games, man. I mean, yeah, they make really cozy games. The music fucking rips. 
And then every time you're having like a good time, they like fucking throw some perv shot of some young girl. And you're like, do you have to fucking do that? Do you need to do that? I mean, at least it's like I was having a really good time. And then you reminded me that you're a fucking sicko. Just to remind you of the shame that you harbor inside yourself as a person. It's not, at least it's not the full-blown hentai you were playing earlier. Yeah, <laughs> the true. blue reflection yeah. was the shame you carried along the way. <laughs> I don't, I don't have, somehow, like mentally, somehow, if somehow, like just straight up being a hentai game is like more honest to me and I can like file it away in like a different part of my brain. Yeah, it's, just, like, okay. it's not getting blindsided like when you're watching it's, anime. It's but... not weird where I'm like playing Blaster Master 3 and then there's a fucking... Big titty uh, girl getting molested or something Blast- as like a cutscene for some reason. Blastmaster Zero Two has the fucking big titty plant pot girl, and then like Zero Three just has like the most etchy shit that you've ever fucking seen. That's just like it's. This is a game about getting inside a tiny tank. What the? F- why is this in the game? Like just just most fucking completely inappropriately placed. I shit. mean, not to put it out there, but the tank has a feminine name. Oh right, it's fucking called Sophia. It has like a big titty AI. Thing. <laughs> Video games are so fucking terrible. Never gonna enjoy them ever again. Welcome so, to Clickbiss Audiobiz, the podcast where video games are at, actually awful and have no merit I'm to society. At Blaster Master, and it's like the art's not even that good. It's 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 the nostalgia of it. I remember playing Blaster Master when I was a kid. Also, that game scared me when I was a kid for some reason. Put on the Genesis. Um, what is Hover Attack? Hover Attack. That's another game I'm looking forward to. Okay, so you know Bongai O. No. By Treasure, the game oh. where you pilot a tiny. Well, it's a big robot, but it's tiny on the screen. And oh yes, I do. The closer things are to you, the more missiles you shoot, and you power missiles by getting a bunch of big, giant, arcade-looking fruit. Yeah. Okay, like, Cover Attack is the game that inspired Bongayo. Really? It's like a PC, a Japanese PC game. Um, And also, very funnily, both of those games were, like, uh, inspired by, like, Macross and two different fucking... Each... The Hover Attack people and the fucking Bungayo people each cite a different Yoshiyuki Tomino anime. The motherfucker who made Gundam. Not yeah. Gundam. Oh, but God. like two different pre-Gundam shows. Um, what came before Gundam? That was the, that was the, the progenitor. Fucking Zabungle. Nah, I don't know what that Ideon. is. I only know Gundam. Let me tell you. Hideki Anno, creator of Evangelion, loves Idiot. <laughs> Uh, oh. you just watch Idion and then apparently it's just like oh okay I know invented fucking nothing what if a mech was like a god that you got into anyway Hover Attack is like the game that inspired Bongayo and it's like you're in like a mech thing and that you can jump onto like a hoverboard and fly around and shoot uh, missiles that create like you know giant streaks like giant uh, it looks like original them. artwork which i'm down to play just a crunchy old ass game so hover att- so the hover attack that's coming out on steam is like a smooth port of like the original game because the original game is kind of like choppy because it's on the old ass pc yeah of course um, it's just it, there's like ports of that game and then there's like a remixed new version because what they tend to do is like 
uh, this company, Mindware, just like gets old Japanese PC games, um, ports them to new platforms, and then uh, gives them like a fucking Pac-Man Championship Edition like remake with it. Like if you look at their page, like it's like a bunch of stuff like that. It is um, straight did... up just a bunch of like old ripped games. Yeah, so they did one called what was it? Space Mouse? Is that song the store? Yeah, Space Mouse Combo. Yeah, Space Mouse and Space Mouse 2, which are like really fun games, but they're like um just like basically ga- like digger games where you like kind of like Big Mr. Gun. Driller or something like that. Where you're like basically digging down and like avoiding enemies on the way down um and then they gave like the first game like a modern remake and i think they got uh they got like namco people to like ex namco people who like worked on like dig dug tower of juraga and stuff like that to like do art and music for the remakes and stuff so it has like that very 80s arcade game feel Really, really fucking fun. Um, I'm looking forward to playing Hover Attack. Uh, comes out, comes out the same day as GTA Trilogy. <laughs> or I'm sending my money. Uh, I think that's the big thing. Blue Reflection I'm probably going to play because I'm play, apparently playing like four fucking JRPGs at the same time. That's who I am now. Um, the demo's out, I think. No, well, it's been out. Yeah, I think the first, the demo for the second game is out. I haven't touched it yet because like I'm still playing that first game, which is also good. And I think twenty hours, so I still got more than half of that game to finish. But it's been fun. I like playing Magical Girl RPGs. Weirdly, not a lot of those. You think that would be an easy slam dunk? Um, y'all got anything else? Nah, I think I pretty much spoke my case last time which was Halo Infinite multiplayer. That's what I'm looking forward to. And the and the recent and the mo and the more near future. What I'm really hoping for Halo Infinite multiplayer is that they have fucking like Halo 3 and Halo Reach level of custom game making. That's what we can that's, hope for. But that's we don't like, know until they drop Forge. Yeah, that's like well I don't really need Forge. I need like the fucking I need some like Unreal Unreal tournament level mutators and shit that fucking I can put on people. Sliding around. I want to fucking double. <laughs> like I would when Halo Reach came out on PC, I was creating fucking all kinds of custom games to the point where nobody knew what the fucking game actually felt like anymore. <laughs> like we would play normal Halo after playing like two times speed, low gravity, all swords action, yeah. and people were like, "Why is this game so slow? Did you slow down the speed?" I'm like, "No." This is one-time speed. This is how the game moves. And they're like, what the fuck? Because we were all playing some, like, fucking Unreal Tournament-level shit. Fingers crossed. I mean, the AI, they have the bots. Hopefully we can get bots in the game, too, to just, like, really populate games so it doesn't totally feel dead. Because you don't... I mean, unless you have, like, big communities, you can't really do what you did back in the day in Halo 2 and just join some randoms, like, custom game and play play zombies for four hours straight. So, hopefully hopefully we can get those, like, glory days of Halo 2. That's all I want. I know people. Well, I also want the fucking campaign co-op campaigns to come out with the game, but that's not going to happen. So yeah. if that's not going to happen, um, I still have a PC. I don't have Halo that much Infinite money to play video RPG games. Elements but... now. Everything has RPG elements now. 
give Even Master Solitaire. Chief different stats. Cortana has feet again. Also, she's wearing clothes. Mm, is she wearing because they they brought back Cortana? Well, there's a the new AI crazy. that looks like Cortana. She crazy. She's wearing like a uniform. No, it's it's Cortana, except she's teenage Cortana. Yeah. It's like an earlier version because somehow she ages. So they had to. Halo Infinite should be like a teenage coming of age story. They just fucking get they It's like teenage coming of age story for fucking teen Cortana now. For a, for a military it's, cadet. That's what fucking 343 is doing now. That's what Anyways. they do with the story. She says RJ, stuff. do you have any games to look forward to? I mean, I, I need to finish Idol Master. I'm probably going to play GTA as best as I can considering. Um, my PS3 situation. Uh, I, I might Cook import some pork chops on that bad boy. Yeah, probably, I might import Atelier Sophie too. I don't want to wait for the English release, and I maybe I'll get Fatal Frame. Maybe I'll get Lost Judgment. And... I don't know. For from all I hear, Lost Judgment is pretty good. I mean, you I, solve I... you solve mysteries inside of high school. <laughs> Uh, in the in the first in the first um Can't judgment, you put, like, you, you, in the first judgment you help out a high school a late high school early college student girl get like get chased around by some dude named ass catchum like a s s i kid you not look this up i i never joke around but a famous youtuber pro zd is in that game who? Pro ZD. I don't know he's any that, YouTubers. He's that, uh, he's that Korean guy who makes funny voices online. I, yeah. Uh, uh, what's oh. his real name? Uh, okay, now I, know. Cho. Yeah. I know. I know who you're talking about now, but I'm sorry. I'm not into YouTube lore or fandom or whatever. <laughs> sure. Don't put that on me. Don't describe me like, don't pretend that I'm one of those motherfuckers. All no, our no, avid no. YouTuber uh, enthusiasts. Yeah, let no. me tell you all about Smosh. I suddenly got into them. It's it's like, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm younger than you two, but it seems like I'm, I'm like a boomer at times. RJ, aren't you older than us? Aren't you no. older than me at least? No, no, no. I'm the oldest, I think. RJ, wait, hold on. I For just posterity, turned, when? I just turned 28 two months ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. I am, I am older than you. And like, well. If you look at the Discord page, I couldn't even upload a JPEG correctly. <laughs> Do download. I look like I know what a JPEG is? Down, download, download that GIF. That's the second King of the Hill reference. <laughs> Do but, I look like I know what a JPEG is? I, I don't know. Um, RJ I, fucking taking screenshots of the picture on his phone. But yeah, but you worked in a print shop. <laughs> I, I think I think getting hate mail or hate DMs at my other journalism thing from boomers have made me into a boomer. So <laughs> they infected you with the big boomer energy. Where's my monster? Um. <sighs> anyway, there. Yeah, I guess once the season's over with my other journalism job involves sports, I'll I'll have more time to play video games. So I'll probably finish up on my backlog and then I'll. I'm already know like talk about. I'm waiting on like two motherfuckers to fucking come back and give me a job. They've been stringing me along for months. Well, it sucks out there. It's hard out there for a for, for anybody, a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> but especially for gamers. We're so oppressed. I faltered on it for so long. So I don't want to say gamers. Evangelion. 
Evangelion train. So hard uh, for gamers and otaku everywhere. I know they're taking our titties away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think honestly the gamers and otakus are putting too much titty into it. They're taking our thighs away. I think away, those or... fucking otaku are ruining gaming with Otakos? their fucking titty obsession. My otakus and my animes. And... That's why you should play Rise. It's all about the thighs, all right? The thighs. The thighs. I'll let you sit on. I remember when that game came out and everybody's like, "Oh, this girl thick." <laughs> it's like, no, she's not. Nobody knows <laughs> like, what thick is nowadays. It, ignoring that, though, like her thighs touch like a normal person. That's not thick. It, it, ignoring that, Rise is a really good game. I've I've beat it. Rise is pretty good. I've I beat it I on both the Switch and PS4 for both of the games. And if I had to, I just got all the fucking trophies for some reason. Yeah, I've I've platinum. Well, you can't platinum on the Switch, but I've platinum the PlayStation 4 versions. Because it's good. Like, if I legitimately enjoy the game, I'll play oh, so isn't it. isn't the game like 20 hours? Yeah. I'll, I'll play it till Yeah, it's like a normal so. length. It's not like fucking when you pick up like Xenoblade or some shit and you play the game for like 100 hours and it's still not done. And you're like, why the fuck am I here? Life it's the experience. That's what I'm looking forward to. Playing JRPGs that end. <laughs> You're telling love me, it when a game ends you're telling me that you don't want to play xenoblade part two three seven i played fucking 10 hours of xenoblade on the switch and i was like having fun and then i realized that the story was not doing anything but repeating plot points again and again so i just fucking started skipping cutscenes in an rpg and you got the same story in the end didn't you and i felt that well i didn't get to the end because it oh, fucking well. took too long i, I felt that um, way with persona 5 like, oh, real quick, before we end this podcast, <laughs> because I thought it was very funny to hear my other friends' reactions to this. You motherfucker, do you, any of you motherfuckers skip cutscenes on like the first time you play a game? So it depends on the game. It really depends on the game. For Final Fantasy fourteen, that's the most reason when I skip cutscenes on because once you get the general <laughs> like, once you get to like the first. Two to three, like, dialogue points in the cutscene. Oh, someone died. We're going to go avenge them. Okay. All right. Let's continue to a quest. Because there are so many quests in that game that are whole cutscenes where you just go and you listen to some dialogue for, like, five minutes. And it's like, I don't... But, David, everybody says Final Fantasy XIV is the best story in all of the series. And it, it's great. That's it. <laughs> I do... It, what cutscenes have it, you it really depends on the game. Like, um, I'll use, I guess, Need for Speed Heat, like Grand, uh, Grand <laughs> I was going to say Gran Turismo Auto 5. It's Grand Theft Auto, Auto 5. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5, okay. You skipped all the cutscenes in Grand Theft Auto 5? I, I just, like, just let me shoot them and just be, like... But you can't me. skip the torture scene. <laughs> you just press the triangle or whatever. It's like, oh I just, God, I just, so embarrassing. I just want to drive and fly around, man. That's it. I watched all the cutscene in GTA Five, and I thought they were all bad. So I don't know why I did that. Cause I like I skipped the cutscenes in like almost like every game that I play. That's not an RPG, except sometimes like, even the RPGs I skip. But yeah, it, it I skipped like when I played Devil May Cry Four the first time. I skipped all the cutscenes. I didn't know what the fuck okay. Was what happening. was what was the what was the point of asking this question? People were re- overreacting to it or. I just think it was really funny because, like, yeah, I just skip all the cutscenes on the first time. That's fine. Play it That's fine. And then all my friends were like, what the fuck? Holy shit, it's, what? It's like, it's like you're playing the game. It's like. I am playing the game. You, you do. And here's you. the thing about video game stories. 
It's like you do you. I just got a blast. I got to blast the enemies. <laughs> I got to blast the enemies. <laughs> I'm just here to blast shit. There, there are games where I won't skip the cutscenes, like Bomberman, um, Tetris, Solitaire. Uh, <laughs> you know, good wholesome games like that. I okay, guess I skipped, about... I skipped most of the cutscenes in Doom Eternal because it was just like, shut the fuck up. Shut oh, up. Yeah, those were... The part where like we can't... See, I thought it was kind of funny in the first uh, like Doom reboot. Like, I kind of like the fucking vague thing they were doing, and then suddenly in Doom Eternal, like, here's the fucking lore of hell. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. care. They're like, you're fighting some kind of hell priest. It's fucking sick. It's like some shit from a metal cover. And I'm just like, I don't care, dude. Like, Isn't that what you, every you totally, game? You fucking, you fucking forgot why people like that game. You lost your way. You lost your way. That man was on a fucking interview talking about how sick robocop is i'm like that's, what he's like yeah the point he was like fucking talking about how badass it becomes when robocop gets rebuilt by the evil corporation to serve him as their fucking personal cop i'm like what are you that's the motherfucker who wrote this game but he shoots dudes in the testicles you're gonna be a bad motherfucker oh doom guys <laughs> and smash Doom guys, doom guys, there's a costume for Doom guy oh, in Smash. Yes, okay. well, you can make the me gunner into a Doom guy. That's, that's nice to know. But they don't <laughs> have right. Halo. You don't have Halo. Well, you can make a RJ. You all are boom with the way they're Doom guys in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Look, they, I don't like. I know they have like Terry in Smash. I know they have. They didn't put mine in Smash for some reason. Because um, it's not it's, it's not for the kids. Because, it, because it's a game for good boys and girls. <laughs> as they translated it in the fucking don't they have those, Smash Don't they have those those two titty swords from... <laughs> You're right, they don't no, really... No, 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 they have them, but they covered them up. They have to wear, like, tights and stuff to cover up the skin so they don't show it. Mine has outfits that cover up her... No, but that's her default. It's a game for good boys and girls. I think it's very funny that they translated it like that. Because Sucker is like, yeah, we couldn't put it in because the fucking it would make the age rating go up. Uh, and then the fucking director is like, Smash is a game for good for good girls and boys. No, it is. It's only for dudes. <laughs> we did it. What? So, so here's a fun Smash fact is... for you: the the rating system in Japan is a bit there different when it comes to like, um, I guess the female physique. Like if. Like for for breasts and stuff, they'll give it like an A rating for or whatever, like for all ages. But if you start showing legs and thighs, that's when they start bumping it up. Oh, so it was her thighs that were the problem. Yeah, Atelier Easy. Riza, teen rated for thick. I don't. Fever you know. thick. <laughs> I want to die. That, that's, that's the title card. Deeper, <laughs> thick. Thick headed, more like it. This is what happens when we go for an hour and a half. Okay. I th- we've gone like 30 minutes over where we have had actual things to say. <laughs> this is a good time to call it. RJ David, where can we find you on the internet? RJ, you, you can, first. You can find me at, at RGA underscore zero two. Um, Please send me kind messages, not boomer hate filled messages, if possible. I'm tired of that. Talk to RJ about sports. Sports. I mean, looking at my profile, I've been just posting coffee. 
Mm. Yeah, you really have to yeah. post coffee. And like, I might, just, I might do the same thing, but with instant ramen. Like coffee, trains, I retweet art. I yeah, you just take pictures like, of the CTA making it look much nicer than it actually looks. Well, because it, it never looks that nice, and it always smells like piss. Well, with my Sony Xperia 1 Mark II camera TM, <laughs> with its Fove Proto mode, I can... Uh, I can bring life out you to can, the city. You, yeah, you can bring life to the fucking CTA public. I, I also post stuff about audio, food, and I post stuff that I see in thrift stores. So, David, you could find me on Twitter at friendshipguy underscore because someone's still sitting on the fucking name without the underscore for <laughs> like ten report. years now. I have reported them multiple times. You're not gonna get it. I'm not gonna, not gonna get, get it. it. But you can find me there. Also, uh, tweet about various things. I made a tweet about trying to do a TikTok dance today to Sherilyn's Got to Be Real because I just have. Are are you trying to understand what the kids are into? I'm just devolving into my own sort of psychosis right now. I think you're the boomer here, David. Um, Anyway, but I think. (laughs) What the fuck? You can't say anything. No, no. If you put in the effort that you do in your like your dating apps trolling, you you can get that (laughs) username. Okay. Did I just get okay. roasted? Uh, <laughs> you can find me at cigarettes. That's S I E G A R E T T E S on Twitter, where I ask people to give me a job. <laughs> get a job, God's sake! I'm I'm overqualified. <laughs> get a job simulator. I'm gonna buy job simulator for VR. <laughs> Pretend I work at an office. Gets you ready. I get paid money. Put that on your resume. Uh, They'll hire you. They'll hire you real quick. My resume already has too many things on it. I have to like actually cut things from my resume because to make it look better because I've done too much stuff. That's probably not relevant to most places. Um, I mostly post about fucking games that nobody else is playing. And just become a Robin posting account. Just, just do it. Um, and I'll okay. Just eat, this week, like, your your life will get better if you just simplify it too. Here's my here's my question. Okay, obviously the first post in that fucking thread of ramen reviews has to be fucking like Maruchan cup ramen. And if I'm doing a one to five scale, do I put it as a three because it's the average in the United States? And that should be the metric that I judge all the other ones by? Or do I put it by a two? Because it's not really that good. No, you should do it by your own metric. I say so it should be a, be a one as yeah. your control. A one? Every, no, everything can be improved from there. It's, it's a staple. Not, it's, not, it's a staple, but it's not like horrible. Oh, oh, like Then do your iterations. Like You ever do that thing in middle school or elementary where you like smash it up in a bag and use the seasonings just either like chips? That's a, That has to be a California thing. Okay. Cuz the only other, the only time that I actually heard of that was when I was in 4th grade, 10 years old, and that's where I actually heard people doing that. And that's where I actually did that. When I moved back here, nobody fucking knew that. Oh, all right. Maybe that that has to be like eating the fucking <laughs> the MSG noodles and the cooked noodles mm. with the MSG sauce, the MSG seasoning straight. Yum yum um, yum. That's a Cal- that's a California deal. Should I try that tonight? Or am I gonna do it? 
RJ, you have so much Coca-Cola and salt in your blood, I think you would die. <laughs> There's going to be, like, two posts back-to-back. I've, like, I've actually, no, I've actually like, taken a blood test, and I am healthy. Like, there's nothing wrong with my blood. <laughs> so. There is okay. nothing wrong with his blood, says someone who has something there, granted, wrong Granted, when I took the blood test, um, the receptionist had to step in and help out and you know he, he told me to look at a picture of john paul like uh, pope john paul ii while they were doing it so um <laughs> i don't know could be tampered with but you know I, like I trust if you want to risk your life like that you can go I, ahead i, I trust i trust my California family style marichan i don't i don't even have marichan i have um i have sapporo ramen like the even better package sapporo ramen so look at, look at this motherfucker i think i also have that <laughs> All right, that's Look, that's the fucking that's the fucking podcast. We're off rogue, but we we eat well. So that's the one thing you can't skimp on. Yeah, gotta get the food. If you're if you're, if you're poor, you know you got to start making cuts. But if you fucking start making cuts on your food, man, are you even living? You even living if you're not eating good? With that, until next time, everybody. Peace. Yeah. Bye.